This is IGN. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. A less asymmetrical take on the asymmetrical horror genre offers a few entertaining, technically challenged hours of fun. This is your IGN review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Game, by Travis Northrup. Perhaps as an ode to the horror movie genre itself, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre starts out with all the same joy and promise of a group of friends preparing for a weekend at a cabin in the woods before things quickly take a turn for the worse. While I definitely enjoyed plenty of my 20 hours with this novel take on the asymmetrical multiplayer blueprint where three powerful murderers hunt down a team of four elusive teens, getting started wasn't as smooth as it is in similar games, and there's less to do than expected once you're up and running. Between that and some seriously frustrating technical issues, there was definitely a chloroform-doused wet blanket over the whole thing. If you've played any asymmetrical horror game, be that Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, Evil Dead, or Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, among others, then you've already got a pretty good idea of how developer Gun Interactive's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre works, to the point where it feels extremely familiar at first, right down to borrowed ideas like quick-time events and mini-games to do things like turn on generators and pick locks and hiding from baddies who can't be killed. But it also includes some important distinctions that help separate it at least a little bit from its peers, The biggest of which is that, instead of a group of survivors running from one psychopath, there's a whole team of psychopaths working together to entrap and eliminate their high school-aged quarry. It's still lopsided at three killers versus four victims, but that adjustment has pretty substantial implications on the asymmetrical horror recipe, since now both sides require communication and teamwork to achieve victory. In other games, it can certainly feel unfair when one side requires a whole group of people to know what they're doing and work together to pull off a win, while the other can handily lone wolf it and kill everyone without breaking a sweat. I certainly enjoyed preying on uncoordinated groups of survivors in Evil Dead the game last year, but I gotta admit, sometimes steamrolling everyone felt a tad mean. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre makes things a lot more balanced by making the family of killers only marginally more powerful than the teens they're hunting, as well as being slightly outnumbered by them. The bad guys are still unkillable and will absolutely wail on their targets in open conflict, but without all of that raw power concentrated into one monster, cooperation is required to pull off a win no matter which team you're playing for, and that makes things a lot more interesting. Each member of the murder-loving family has modest but useful abilities, like Johnny's power to track footprints in a handy detective vision mode, or the hitchhiker's ability to place traps that leave survivors frozen in place. I favor Cook, 
whose sloth-like movement and weak attacks are offset by his incredible hearing and ability to padlock doors to slow the victim's progress. Basically, I become the ultimate irritating groundskeeper while my friends do most of the killing. Which doesn't sound all that glorious, but you can't argue with my stack of bodies. Victims, in turn, have some pretty substantial and interesting ways to fight back or speed along their escape, like how Leland can use his jock body and tiny brain to shoulder charge his pursuers, stunning them for a good while, or how Sonny can mark members of the family, revealing them through walls for everyone to see, which helps the survivors stay one step ahead. My personal favorite on this side is Connie, whose incredible lockpicking skills allow me to break into areas extremely quickly. That both counters my own tactics while playing as cook and also lets me lead my team to an escape at an unbelievable pace. Sometimes I was able to get out before the bad guys even had a chance to form a plan of their own. The victims can also do cool things like sneak attack the psychopaths with a makeshift bone knife or burst out of a hiding place to stun them for a time or even grapple their attackers in a quick time button spamming contest to fend them off for a bit. With such a good baseline, it's pretty disappointing that there are only three maps in a single game mode to choose from, each with only the most minor of permutations from match to match. The gas station, the family house, and the slaughterhouse are all varied and well-designed maps in terms of layout, but they bizarrely all have the same set of four exits, in the same general places for victims to escape through and family to guard. Once you've played a level once or twice, all the novelty of emerging from the basement to an unfamiliar area that you need to escape is lost, and it's super weird that there isn't any special way for me to escape the slaughterhouse versus the family house. You're telling me that both of these places have exactly one pressure-released exit and one tunnel exit with a broken fuse box? That just feels like it was copied and pasted. I have little doubt that in a year or two, when they've added more scenarios and maps, fixed the most pressing technical issues, and maybe thought up of a better way for newcomers to learn how to play, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre will become a staple in my growing asymmetrical horror games library. For now, however, my recommendation comes with a lot of caveats. While the less lopsided take on the asymmetrical horror format definitely works, the shallow number of samey maps can get monotonous pretty quickly, and even with a fair number of playable characters and a solid progression system, I found myself way too comfortable with the three scenarios after just a few hours. Still, the potential behind this format and the reverence for the beloved horror classic it's based on is clear, even when it does feel a tad half-baked coming out of the gates. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game's IGN score? Six. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the game, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.